Hi, I'm Tessa. And I'm Elliot. And this is Tessa and Elliot Argue. Do you like weird headlines? Guy on Ambien accidentally proposes to girlfriend, wakes up and doesn't remember any of it. Florida gun owners plan to shoot at Hurricane Irma. Plane forced to turn back after mother forgets newborn at airport. If any of this caught your attention, you can find us at TessaElliotArgue.com. We come out every Sunday morning. Check us out. Mic check. Mic check. One, two. Awesome. I think we're ready to start. You guys ready to start? Ready to start, Dad. Hello, and welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about how to game on a budget. I am your host, Danny K. With me, as always, my wonderful, beautiful co hosts, starting with Mr. Green Elite. Mr. Green Elite, how are you doing? Oh, stop it. You. I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Danny? I'm doing really well. Uh, aside from our state being a, becoming a national fucking embarrassment, I'm doing pretty fucking well. There it is. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad. <laughs> Revsman, I'm just how are disappointed. You? <laughs> uh, Revsman, how are you doing today? Oh, I am doing just swell. How are you? And Mr. Green Elite, I love your face. I'm doing Stop. I'm doing pretty well. So uh, real quick, before we actually start getting into the show, I just want to get a couple things out of the way. First off, there's a lot of important things that are happening right now. So it means a lot to us that you guys are here. Um, the night that we're recording this is the day of the State of the Union. Last night was the um, was the Iowa caucuses. So thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedules uh, to pay attention to the less important stuff in life like us. <laughs> Um, it means a lot to us. Uh, You're important so. to me. <laughs> um, and then also, I got a new chair, so like you guys should like not really hear that much squeaking. And I just want to thank Mr. Greenlee for giving me such an awesome fucking deal on this sweet-ass chair. It's super comfy. You, you were supposed to take it for free. Yeah, but... And we're I supposed didn't. to be promoting. We're supposed to be promoting cheap and effective ways to game. Mm -hmm. And you forced your money on me, and I'm not happy about it. We got to fight. Expansion. It was expansion <laughs> let me let me just say that uh, this was a chair that cost you a significant amount of money. I didn't want you to take a loss on it. Uh, this was, you know, a fairly discounted price, and you know I can swing it, so it wasn't a big deal to me to pay for something. That is in absolutely wonderful shape, anyways, and just need me to replace a base on it. So, oh, well, I'm glad you enjoy it. <laughs> I was gonna throw it out, but okay. Um, I am somehow, or for some reason, showing off what we're talking about later, guys. We have an action-packed show today. Uh, I kind of wanted to start with a game Rev that you played. <gasps> I did. You're yes. right. Uh, let's get something out of the way, Rev. Uh, disclaimers. <laughs> Disclaimer, this was a sponsored stream uh, brought to you by Phoenix Cartel and Tiny Build Studios. They hooked me up with a free copy of the game to test out on stream and do a review on. Awesome, and the game is? Not for broadcast. Awesome. Let me tell you something. All right, this game, 
was an absolute hysterical time. While I did have some stream issues at the time, the game itself was really fun. It essentially revolves around you being an in-studio editor for a live news broadcasting company. And you control everything from camera angles to censorship, because you know how people get on live TV, uh, and even advertisement. And you had to prevent interference on this little mini game on the side. Um, the game was an absolute delight. It was so fun. It was really, really funny. It, it, it was a lot of political satire. Very, it was a, it was a British game. It was a, it had some very British humor to it. Very, a, a very mighty Bush esque to me. And so, essentially, this new political party takes over the country. I can give you the synopsis without spoiling the story. And um, it's, it's a very, you know. Rob, the, rob from the rich, give to the poor type of political party, but it turns into this whole plethora of hilarious stuff, um, it, which, of course, you know, people cussing on live TV, you're having to try to edit it. And then the best part is you can go back and watch your edited broadcasts after. That was the best part, hands down. Like doing the game was a lot of fun, but going back and just rewatching where all you messed up was absolutely hysterical. Now, all they have available right now is the prologue. The full release is supposed to be coming out later this year, and I've never been so intrigued by a, by just a prologue to actually play a new game. So I'm very excited about it. So you kind of gave a synopsis of like the tone and stuff like that. So explain like the gameplay. Um, this isn't like a uh, a graphical game. What's the proper term? Um, FMV. Well, I- I was about to say, I can give you a very, very good um, comparison. Mm-hmm. It's very similar in gameplay style to something like Five Nights at Freddy's. You're at a desk. Mm-hmm. You don't leave that desk, but you can look left, you can look right, you can control the stuff at the desk for you. You know, it, so it's it's very yeah. You're you're stationary the whole time. You're just point and clicking the um, the camera angles and the censorship and stuff like that. So you, mm-hmm. you stay in one spot. Um, there is another side story aspect of it that it didn't really delve into much where it gets more into your personal life. And it's, it's just text-based kind of point and click, make your choices. But from what I'm gathering, these choices will affect the outcome of the game. Yeah. Well, in uh, one thing I was going to mention is that the, the video is actual video. Yes. Yes, there is no yeah, yeah. They they actually film uh little short segments of real people for these. Yeah. There it's not a it's not graphics and characters and stuff. These are actual like real people in the game. Yeah. Uh this is what I'd kind of classify as a stress simulator. Um I was saying in your stream when I was watching this that this hits a little too close to uh home for me because I have been like the editor of a live now radio a radio broadcast um but still like thinking about like all the stressful things where like you're responsible for making sure that like some dude like just where you know screaming fuck doesn't get on the air <laughs> exact beep yep or i guess in my case it was quick turn it fucking off turn it off <laughs> cut the feed cut it Got it. <laughs> play music. Play music. Damn it. Um, I will say though, like the the comedy behind like the advertisements that you can pick from mm. was second to none. It was just, they were so off the wall these advertisements, and even that is going to end up playing into it later on. Like actually mm. playing into the game. You know, like like it, you're given your choice of you get to pick three out of five 
advertisements. And so it'll tell you, hey, we need you to play this one. Well, you can choose not to play that one. Mm-hmm. You know what outcome it'll have? Who knows? But it's it's going to be really interesting. But they're the comedy in them is so so funny. I I gave myself a headache laughing at the at the uh, failure of censoring the broadcast. Like I was in tears, like my stomach was hurting from laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. It was just it was so fantastic. Yeah. Um. So story wise, writing wise, what would you kind of rate like the the writing? in in this game okay so like the writing it's like it's it's hard to give it like a rating rating Mm -hmm. but i can say it's just it's so creative because there's this one sports cast that you have to try to edit live where some streakers come in and everything but this game is it's a fake completely made up game where these people are like throwing bouncy balls at a trash can but the goal is to not make it in the trash can yeah so it becomes even more just absurd and just like it it's the most off the wall yet creative writing I think I've seen in a game like that. It's I, I've never seen anything like it, and that's why I think it kind of reminds me of Mighty Boosh because you got like you know like old Greg. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense yet. It became a huge thing, and I can see this game kind of doing the same because it's just like for me, it, it's one of those. It's gonna be hit or miss for everybody. For me, it was like top-notch writing and creativity but for somebody else who's not into that kind of humor might find it not near as hilarious you know somebody who doesn't find comedy and political satire or that you know that dry british humor they may not like it as much so i do like to put out that it does it's very heavy in those things that way people who aren't into them you know they don't they they don't go into it with high expectations Mm -hmm. uh green you look like you're gonna say something there I was just about to ask, have you ever drank Bailey's from a shoe? Do you love me? <laughs> Do you think you could ever love me? <laughs> Are you playing your love games with me? Uh, yeah, so... Like, so like I said, I kind of, I would describe this as like a stress simulator. How stressed out do you get? Like, how frantic do you actually feel? I, I heck, I was even getting frantic, you know, because like, it, it's a really interesting game to try to, uh to try to stream because you're having to focus a lot because there's like, they have the 10 second, you're, you're supposed to be maintaining viewers Mm -hmm. and you have a bar that shows what your viewers are. And they have like, what's called the, the 10 second rule where you can't stay on one shot for more than 10 seconds or people will start losing interest. So you have to like pan out to like the, the multiple people, or you have to try to make sure the camera's staying on whoever's talking and and it it got especially whenever you started throwing that on top of censorship on top of the little mini game to prevent interference it it got hard like i started kind of freaking i was supposed to try to maintain as close to pg on my end as possible even though the game was like far from it Mm -hmm. um it was hard it was (laughs) so hard because i was just i was freaking i was like oh shit no ah." (laughs) love it i loved it though it's i've I've never had so much stress in a game where you're not moving. At yeah. All. <laughs> yeah. Like that pucker factor seems real. <laughs> oh, it is really, really real. Yeah. Uh, so you only played a demo then or the prologue you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's the prologue that kind of, it, it kind of sets up the full game. Cause it had like a, uh, it had almost like a mini game trailer at the end and it looks like it's going to kind of revolve around like a political revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, as the story progresses so um it, it left like it, it kind of i mean if you're playing through it and you've watched the trailer at the end you can obviously guess who the guy is that's behind it because you can kind of clearly see his face in it mm-hmm. but 
you probably put two and two together throughout anyways, f figuring out who's going to lead this thing. So it's not like this huge shocker that they're spoiling. Um, but yeah, it's going to, I mean, it was a prologue, but it kind of gave you a good idea of the uh, the tone of the real game uh, yeah. whenever it comes out, which I think, if I remember hearing correctly, don't quote me on this, it, they're looking at April, I believe, is okay. when they said that they were looking at it coming out. Cool. And um, how so how long was the prologue? Uh, okay, so including uh, you, you edit three broadcasts mm -hmm. through the prologue, um, and if you go back and watch the pro the the broadcasts after you're done editing them, you're looking at roundabout right at about a three hour playthrough. So cool. it wasn't it wasn't too incredibly long, uh, it just enough to kind of whet the appetite on the game. Yeah, um, and then uh, do you think you know what they're gonna retail the game for when it comes out? Um, I believe from what i heard it's going to be 14.99 that's if I remember correctly yeah it, it was either 14.99 or 19.99 it's going to be it's going to be rel relatively inexpensive mm -hmm. it's 14.99 uh standard but right now it's 10 percent off at 13.49 okay 10 percent off on steam steam yes correct cool so this is going to get the full pc release do you know what other platforms it's going to be on green did you see that? Uh, I didn't see that, but it looks like you can actually purchase this right now. The The special promotion ends in uh, 40 hours and 47 minutes. Do it. So if Do you're it. listening to this and this game sounds fun to you, definitely check that out. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I can't imagine this being a game that would be well played on anything other than a PC. Would you, yeah, would I, you agree with that statement? I would 100% agree with that. Um, I I don't even know. Like there there's so much going on at one time. I don't know how you would be able to control it all with just a controller, and and even if they could bind it all to a controller, it would take a lot of like the fun of the stressful mm -hmm. aspect out of it because you just have it all in one spot instead of having to move your hand around the keyboard and do all the different stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I I honestly would not be surprised to not see it come to consoles, and honestly wouldn't be disappointed if it didn't. Mm-hmm. Would this be if it's not gonna be fun on on console controllers, probably wouldn't be fun on mobile controllers either then, right? Yeah, probably not. Um I, I would say nah. Yeah. Um well awesome. Uh Green, do you have any other thoughts or questions or things you want to get out there about uh not for broadcast? Um, I don't have any additional questions, but uh it looks like a wild game. Um, the biggest thing I have to say about it is it looks like a very original idea and I feel like that has been lacking in the uh, game development world for uh, especially mainstream game de devs like indies are still putting out original content and stuff like this but this might be one of those titles that you you just have to pick up just for the simple fact is it there's not a whole lot of games that are anywhere remotely near like this so it's definitely something i'm thinking of pick uh, i'll be picking up myself but uh that's really that's it yeah no questions for me i think i might actually pick it up just for the uh you know broadcast prof professional <laughs> <laughs> plays broadcast professional simulator <laughs> 
I'm telling you, dude. And and honestly, there's there's a lot of potential there to make it a lot of fun for like your stream too. You know, mm-hmm. like if you if you get some like alerts set up or something like that to where they can distract you or whatever. Because like I said, when you take your eyes off of it for a second, somebody's like liable to cuss and you're gonna miss the uh, the edit on it. You know, because you got to adjust the volume of um, the broadcast itself or the the um the live feed of what's going out so mm-hmm. it's like there you have that little split second delay so if you forget to adjust your volume between um commercial and live broadcast you may end up slipping up and letting something through because you didn't realize that it was already said it just it, it there's so much potential for a lot of fun and stream with it yeah uh, which i will say is incredibly accurate to real life i actually have an example of that that happened uh last year for the um broadcast of uh iowa basketball game gary dolphin who's the play-by-play uh for the university of iowa's basketball and football um sent it to commercial break didn't realize that his producer didn't turn him down or didn't fire the break and gary dolphin was just like what the hell are we doing out there? Like, look at these guys. Like, they, they, they're dribbling all over the court. Why can't we get talent like that <laughs> <laughs> all over the air? So that's, like, actually very accurate to how things work. That's what um, we call in the streaming business an oof. An oof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got suspended for two games. <laughs> I remember that, that, too. Yeah. Uh uh, it's funny. It's not nearly as bad as the as uh, another guy who was doing a high school um, basketball game um, broadcast for like a really small station, um, and accident. It, well, not accidentally, but his uh, racist remarks went over the air. Oh yeah, Oof. yeah, that was hot too. That was hot too. That was uh, 2013. I want to say in Iowa. Got a lot of trouble. <laughs> as he should <laughs> as he should as we, we at the next to nothing podcast do not condone any any forms of violence racism or xenophobia in this world any I, any sort of bigotry we do not any I'm, I'm against of... bigotry violence on the other hand well you know violent sex is wonderful only when it counts yeah <laughs> right <laughs> i have a i have a special I video games that show what you. they tell us on tv is that video games cause violence i mean come on uh well disclaimer uh, that's not true (laughs) (laughs) um we should probably move on to we've got some new updates for some of the games that we've been playing i'm gonna start with you mr green elite uh sorry i pointed the wrong direction there you go uh apex season four yeah so apex season four is actually the anniversary as of today for apex legends apex legends dropped Apex Legends dropped today, one year ago. Feb, Feb, uh, sorry, February fourth, two thousand nineteen. Apex Legends dropped, and today it has only uh, uh, unveiled and released its fourth season. I can't speak today. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so with that comes the new battle pass for season four, which they are affectionately calling it assimilation sounds wild it is wild um if anyone's watched the actual trailer for it the actual official uh cinematic trailer that trailer was absolutely wild um far darker than i've ever seen what happened uh lost rev there for a second we good we're good (laughs) gucci 
Continue. So, so with Apex Legends uh, season four came that that cinematic trailer. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people were saying that it was extremely dark for something that Apex has dropped before. Um, very very gory. Um, well, I would say gory in a gore perspective, but it it, it was it was on another level. <laughs> Um, then they released the game gameplay trailer yesterday, and then the official uh, season four dropped today at noon central time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also unveiled the new legend, um, which is his name is Revenant. He is a, a robotic life form, um, and there is some lore behind that that they're teasing online and stuff like that. And his ulterior motives while while playing the Apex games. Um, he's a really interesting character. Um, he has a certain set of moves. His passive is he can climb higher and he moves faster when he's crouched. Um, that's just a passive ability. His uh, his uh, tactical ability is um, he throws something at the other players and it like essentially locks them from using their abilities, um, mm. which I can see is as a good tactical move in a fight. Um, I couldn't really get it down. Uh, it throws a lot higher than where you actually aim, uh, which I don't know if that's a bug or if that's intended. Who knows? Um, and then his ultimate is probably the most interesting thing uh, because he pulls up a totem. They call it a totem. Mm-hmm. And your teammates and yourself can activate the totem and it essentially you will not die. So you can go into a fight, and if you get killed, uh, you get sent back to the totem with a, a sliver of health and a full shield. So, I mean, there's some pros and cons to that tactically, uh, but it, it's, it's shaking up the, the way people form and, and put together teams. Uh, another big thing is ammo economy has changed. Um Snipers, sniper weapons now have their own specific ammo. Um, okay. They took out the turbochargers. Uh, they introduced the a new sniper rifle, um, which for the life of me, I can't remember what it's Sentinel. It's called the Sentinel. Okay. Um, and you can. It's really interesting because you can actually use one of your shield batteries to charge it up, and uh, the first shot that you shoot is like a high intensity round. Hmm. Um, which it hits, it hits a hundred. I mean, it's when you do that, you're, I mean, you're sacrificing a shield battery, but in turn, you're doing a lot of DPS. Yeah. So, so when you say the snipers, you're talking the, uh, longbow and the G7 and the Kraber now have their own, and uh, that new one, the longbow triple take, uh, and the Sentinel. Okay. The scout has been moved to the assault class makes sense okay mm-hmm. um they've buffed or they've ner- actually nerfed the g7 a little bit um they buffed the ava 8's double tap but buff- uh, nerfed it for the g7 okay so it's the same mod for both the guns but it does different things now they took away the turbochargers from the havoc um the devotion is no longer a world like in the world in rng um, you can only get a devotion from world drop, which is insane. I don't know why they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
let's see and the biggest thing though is the map has changed um it's not a massive difference in the map mm-hmm. however it has changed it uh they've added something called the planet harvester okay uh, which i feel i feel like that's a spoiler for what's coming up because it's it is actually harvesting the planet's core um so i honestly if i had to guess this probably would be the last uh season that we would see world's edge okay so um a lot of the maps kind of broken and destroyed and changed up a little bit it's not like drastic but it is different cool uh rev any thoughts on that any opinions or questions uh not really like i I haven't gotten to play a lot of apex lately um i do i I do agree on the fact that the trailer for assimilation looked amazing um aside from that you know like i said i don't really know a whole lot about what's going on i think it is interesting though that the sniper gets its own ammo now instead of just going off of uh off the previous deal i don't know i wonder why they i'm not entirely sure why they would do that mm-hmm. but um but aside from that i mean i yeah that it was very concise yeah you you got everything i was gonna ask <laughs> he was prepared he's i try a, i tried my darndest he's got his show notes written on an entire like rollout scroll you know it's sad though is i don't at all came from here baby <laughs> <laughs> See, I I'm a wuss, and I have to rely on show notes to get through a show. Um, <laughs> Improv. Uh, Mr. Revsven, Dauntless Hunt Pass, go. Yes, the new Hunt Pass drop for Dauntless. Um, they they released it as the uh, it's called the Aetherpunk Hunt Pass, and it's set up very uh, the, the color scheme of it's very retro wave and neon. Um, a lot of the aesthetic of it though is like very punk rock. And I'm I'm a huge fan of combining those two aesthetics, um, the whole you know like the neon colors with the punk rock instead of just like the kind of grungy dark colors with the punk rock. Um, they they really haven't updated anything in regards to the um, the behemoths or anything like that. It's mostly just kind of cosmetic at this point. I was really excited when this dropped, mm-hmm. um, because this is the first hunt pass I've ever purchased. You know, because I've just recently gotten to Dauntless a little over a month ago. Mm-hmm. Thanks to you. Um, and it you know it, i i was excited when i saw some of the stuff you could get you know like uh you can get new uh transmogs for all of your weapons to make them match up the the whole aetherpunk aesthetic you can get a whole full-blown outfit you know new flares new banners new sigils the whole nine yards you can get new everything mm-hmm. um even some emotes like one of them you sit there and you you fling glow sticks and do dances with them and stuff it's it's a lot of fun but from what i've gathered from the community compared to hunt passes in in the past it's actually very very lackluster Mm. um which kind of makes me bummed out i didn't get into it sooner when all the cool stuff was still there um but yeah i mean that more than anything that's what you you get the new aesthetic for it all um with with the color scheme changes the new armor transmogs the new weapons transmogs a lot of pinks and blues and a few purples a very retro wave but then also you got like one of the transmogs for a helmet makes it look like you have a mohawk and you can get like the Ziggy Stardust lightning bolt down one eye. Um, that's, that's about all they've got going mm-hmm. for it this time. There wasn't like a huge change in the lore. They didn't add any new behemoths, anything like that. So you're talking like the, the Aetherpunk. It's kind of like the Danny K aesthetics. 
to the next to nothing aesthetics. <laughs> kinda, kinda, yeah, they, kinda, yeah, that's that's very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> because my regular stuff is all grungy, black and white, varsity fonts, and ready to punch you in the fucking face. Uh, Metal, <laughs> next to nothing. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> uh, the next to nothing aesthetics are all purples, pinks, purple, uh, blues with um, you know, neon colors and shit. So right. Now, one thing that's different from this season, I don't know if this is something you could do in the past, but from last season to this season, one thing that's different that I'm a huge fan of is uh, any of the goats in the city that are standing, you can headbutt them. You just full on headbutt any of the goats. Nice. I'm with it. That's I went, I think I, 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 I wanted. Yeah, I went and headbutted every goat in that city. You can't headbutt the ones that are like laying on the ground. That would just be unfair. But yeah, any of the, the goats or the rams, any of the, they're standing there, you could walk up, just full on, just bap, headbutt them. I don't recommend doing that in real life. Kids, don't try this at home. Uh, but in game, do it. it it's it's a goofy time killer, but it's it's fun. <laughs> no goats were harmed in the making of that video game. Exactly. <laughs> a few a few uh, a few slayers were, but well, depends on if any of the developers went out for a euro that day. Then maybe a goat was harmed in the making right. of, of Dauntless. <laughs> we're doing this for research thud well i'm just thinking like he went he he wasn't you know you made that statement green and i'm just thinking of some poor developer who hears that statement and be like <laughs> i got a i got a euro that day i did harm a goat it's just it's like <laughs> it's, i'm gonna i'm gonna have to release a press statement now <laughs> you know you're you're only partially wrong <laughs> euro is lamb but lambs turn into goats. I mean, he could have been eaten at Mutiera down in San Antonio where they have the Monterey Special, which is goat, and it is delicious. Free plug. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's really good. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag, yeah. Now that you talk about it, you know, I met up with one of my good Dauntless friends and ate that goat, so it's like, could it be? <laughs> Could it be that it was harmed in the... It, who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm sorry. I pulled us off course here. <laughs> um, I'm a poor ship captain. Uh, let's do this news story. And then we'll uh, take a break here. Um, so a new law affecting internet service providers. Um, I'll kind of go through uh, the new the new stuff. This is a story that we've been kind of sitting on for two weeks. Just other stories and games uh, kind of took precedence over it. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, customers in the United States can no longer be charged for uh, be charged an extra fee for using their own modem and router by their internet service providers. Uh, often in uh, the states, um, this fee would be about an extra ten to fifteen dollars USD. Um, and is the bane of anyone who actually cares about their network speeds. Um, the new law comes uh, through a U.S. government spending bill, which is set to take effect June of 2020, so it's not yet uh, law of the land, but it is coming. Um, it also establishes a couple other things, such as a, quote, right to transparency, meaning that the ISPs will be required to provide their customers with an itemized list of service charges before they enter into a contract and an itemized list every month for their bill. 
Um, it also gives customers the right to cancel their contract without uh, penalty, but if you already ha are in a contract, that doesn't apply to you. You're not uh, you're not entered into this new thing here. Um, most of the ISPs uh, like Frontier, um, if you are a Frontier uh, customer, won't be applying uh, the new law uh, to their policies until it officially takes effect in June of 2020. Um, one other thing I wanted to know is that the FCC can delay uh, the law, the new law, um, when it takes effect for up to six months. So instead of June 2020, it could possibly be January 2021. I personally can't see a reason why they would do this other than edgy pie getting a thick wad of cash from his industry friends. Um, hmm. So yeah, that's the, that's the kind of the majority of uh, the story. Um, we can go around and just like get some takes here. Uh, we'll start with green. You already know I've got big beefs with my uh, current ISP. Um, or internet service provider, if there's anyone that asked a question, what ISP stands for? Oh, ISP stands for. Um, I think it's good practice that they actually put this in place. I don't know why it wasn't something that was released earlier. Um, of course, I'm not a huge fan of telling companies how to run their business um, or how to make their money. However, I mean, it, it is just solid good practice to have something like this in place. Uh, like, a company should ethic ethically do this in the first place. They shouldn't have to be forced to do that, especially when you're selling goods or, or uh, services to someone. They should know what they're purchasing. So why why not have an itemized list every month? Um, mm -hmm. That's insane. And then to charge people for uh, not using their own equipment is just asinine to me. You mean, I mean charging someone for using their own equipment? Uh, no, it's an extra fee for not using the equipment, right? It's an extra fee for it's an extra fee to use your own modem and router. You own a modem Correct. router, so, yeah. Yeah, so you own the 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 cu customer owns their own modem and router. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So they don't take the ISP as modem and router. Yeah. So the ISP charges them a fee for not taking the ISP's modem and router. Mm -hmm. So if they're charging them extra money to not use their the ISP's equipment, mm -hmm. that is pretty damn shameful because they're essentially charging them for something that they would give them anyways. Yeah. Well, so it's like, well, I mean, you don't have to take it. But we're gonna charge you anyways. Like that that's just it's just bad practice to me. Yeah, the only thing and I was trying to rack my brain on what reason this could be, and this might be a holdover from like earlier uh like wireless technology or broadband technology where not every modem and router was set up or calibrated to every network um or internet service providers network. I think obviously that if that is the case that's obviously not the case now um the majority exactly. the majority of routers and modems are equipped to handle warner comcast mediacom frontier cox i mean you name it there's uh, customers can find um 
a router and modem that are compatible with those networks if they're not already compatible. That was the only thing in my head, and maybe this is, and like I said, I, I only recently became an adult and had to start dealing with my own internet service provider. So that might be something uh, people who are older would, would be more familiar with. Uh, Ray. Oh, uh, Green, go ahead. I don't think our ISP actually charges for not using No, yeah, I haven't been charged for using it, and I don't know how many providers really do anymore. Um, it used to be that, you know, you would rent it out for like, rent out the router and modem mm-hmm. for like 60 fucking bucks a month. Uh, but it's like, I think it still happens I here. Think the, yeah. the modem, cause our ISP is like a $10 lease for the modem router combo. Yeah. So I, yeah, I exaggerated the $60 charge. I apologize. Yeah, uh, yeah. No. get it right, Danny. <laughs> go on, go on. Like, oh. yeah, please don't let me slander Mediacom. Shame <laughs> on you. Uh, they are good peoples. Okay. <laughs> with <laughs> quality service. You've had more problems with them t- than I have. <laughs> you their have tech support more. is fantastic. Okay. <laughs> their tech support is the best <laughs> ever. Ever. Uh, Padre, first off, what does your ISP do? Do you do you guys have your own equipment? Do you get charged for it? Um, we uh, ours actually will not allow us to use um, other equipment. Mm. They um, yeah they like they have some kind of monitoring on it that if we use something else, they'll just shut the internet down. But we still have to lease out their router and modem, uh, so we have to pay a fee. It, it's I mean it's backwards ass Oklahoma. Um, so they can kind of get away with whatever they want <laughs> at this point. Um, so that, yeah, like hearing that some people are like, oh, you, yeah, you can use 10 to 15 bucks a month and you can actually use your own stuff. I'm like, man, I'm spending that to use their stuff without an option. Mm. And so I actually really like this idea because, you know, I mean, the fact that they're able to to charge me extra for something that I'm going to be required to have is kind of, to use Green's word, asinine. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so it's, I don't know a whole lot about the whole situation just because, you know, like when it comes to modems, and ISPs and stuff <laughs> a like that, little flaccid microphone there. Yeah, a little <laughs> microphone went, I'll get it upright. Uh, not like, yeah, it's with, with me having not, you know, had to worry about it too much just because I've been on console for so long and not gaming on a PC. Mm-hmm. I've just had to deal with whatever bare minimum I could get. Yeah. Uh, but, with that changing, this is good news for me that I can go out and get a good router to run good internet on without having to pay extra. And, and now, I, I mean, I'm seeing this whole thing. They can't charge a fee. Can they still, I mean, if they restrict you entirely from using other stuff, can they still do that? Or are they going to have to let you use whatever you want regardless? You know, I didn't see on that story on our particular source. That might have to be something um, we look up here in a minute. Um but I didn't see anything on that. So they might still be able to restrict you from using equipment, other, you know, restrict you from using any equipment other than their own. Um, I was also kind of thinking when I was doing the notes, uh, not to be a complete and utter Debbie Downer, but it's 10 to $15. They can reallocate that on an itemized bill. They can just increase yeah. the fees to cover that. So it might not actually be a huge difference in the average customer's bill. But the fact that they can't just charge you for that is nice. Like, it's just like a, it, it might just end up being a small victory, but it's a victory nonetheless uh, for, for customers. 
you're telling me that there's a possibility that a major corporation would do something minorly unethical? <laughs> right? Never. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah, refuse Com to believe it. Comcast, you know, are are really known for their uh, really ethical and sustainable business models. Hundred percent. Oh, like, I like how they it's wanted to do uh, a charge per websites. If yeah. you want faster Facebook, mm -hmm. hey, it's an extra ten dollars. Like they tried to push that shit. Yeah, here, but like, and this is, <sighs> and this is just me being my my usual. Pl I, I actually I've talked shit on Ajit Pai before. I'm not even gonna pretend that I'm even unbiased or whatever towards that man. He was a former Verizon lawyer. The, the current head of the SEC was a is a former Verizon lawyer. He has friends and colleagues and connections and attachments and benefits that come to him through Internet service providers. That's a fact. <laughs> and so to have him currently on the be the chairman of the FCC raises a lot of eyebrows. And um, like I said, the only thing I can think of that's going to delay this bill uh, from taking effect in June is if he gets a thick wad of cash and he comes up with some convoluted excuse to delay the bill from taking effect in June, pushing it to January 2021. He should be removed. <laughs> if anybody I'm, has I'm, any leg to stand on to discuss anything FCC related, it's Danny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very, very highly against uh shady shady practices like the it when you're getting coerced willingly to do shit like that it, it you don't belong you don't you're not you should not have that power if if you are so willing to take something and turn it into something else in in a form of a form of government or anything like that you absolutely do not deserve the the ability to do that. You should be gone instantly, gone. Yeah. Um, if there's proof, send them out. Yeah. Uh, I had one other note here, um, just on the itemized bill part. Uh, this should always be a thing. Anytime that you're buying a goods or services, bill itemized bills should always be given to you. I don't care what industry you're in. Um, an itemized bill should always be provided to you. Uh, that way people know what they're paying for. And if they have to, they can dispute them. Uh, like the justifications 100%. have to be there. So that's another great thing. Um, that's another great thing. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it. I don't understand bill. why it's, yeah, I don't understand why it's not. Begin with. Yeah. It's, it, it's weird that itemized bills weren't, aren't like a legal requirement, uh, to just do business well, anyways. It's a newer industry too. And I can see loopholes that they went through. Like, I mean, telephone's been around for what hundred years, roughly. Yeah. I mean, they've had time to regulate cell phone and and TV. Internet's been what ni nineteen ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, I think the internet first like for most households. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there's. When when something's new, there's always a way to exploit it. Yeah. It just seems weird that it took thirty three years. <laughs> Fucking right, yeah. Years. 
Um, Looks like we're getting all we're getting all this money. Let's keep getting in all this money. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts, opinions that we want to get on this? No. no? You guys want to take a break? Yeah. All right, guys. We'll be back in two minutes. And we will. Uh, we have um, this month's deals. We have a story related to the coronavirus coming up, and probably a few other things that we'll talk about. Uh, we'll be back in two minutes. Stick around. All right, and we are back. Back with a vengeance. So back uh, in the saddle again. <laughs> Um, we have a story here, uh, kind of, kind of relevant to, um, health and to, uh, just like how production of our products is affected by uh, global crises. Um, the crises, the crises. Um, so Nintendo switch production has been, uh, slowed down by the coronavirus. Um, so what was that, uh, Rev? I go, what? <laughs> um, yeah. So during, uh, a lot of the production for the Nintendo switch is done in China to almost no one's surprise. Uh, we've even mentioned this in previous stories, um, where to deal with tariffs, uh, Nintendo started building, uh, uh, production facilities in Vietnam, but those aren't operational yet. I don't believe um <clears throat> so yeah to no one's surprise uh the the plants have slowed down just a little bit um mr fukawa the president of nintendo voiced concerns about how the virus will impact production saying quote the impact on production has begun to be considerable prolonged problems will affect product shipment plans they don't plan they don't uh think that it will affect prices but it certainly is slowing down the production so people might be getting their uh switches later than they expected uh nintendo did take a stock hit after this um and uh that's really all i got on like notes let's just talk about um when when you are thinking about purchasing products how global events and crises uh affect that can you guys think of anything else like that has been affected like this uh by by something I can't think of I, anything in particular. Um, I can say, though, that you need to soak all of your switches in hand sanitizer. <laughs> That'll protect you. Just douse it. Like, take this, the little plunger thing off and just dump the bottle on your switch. It'll be fine. I, I had a, a horrible thought cross my about how I'm sure Nintendo is like... Well, uh, I lost quarantine or uh I said... I had a horrible thought cross my mind where if Nintendo was probably thinking, well, if we're, they're going to quarantine these people, mm -hmm. can they at least quarantine them in the factory so they can continue working? <laughs> and like, oh, no. I could see that happening too. Like, oh, well, I mean, you're already go anywhere. <laughs> so why don't you just put this together while you're doing that? Thank I'm you. just imagining these we'll poor give you people. hazard pay. Yeah. I'm just imagining like these poor people, they already have like all the masks on and stuff like that, and they just see like plastic wrap getting wrapped around their building, <laughs> make it airtight. It's like, yep, no, you guys can't leave. Uh you're in quarantine. Um, we'll, we'll make we'll make some... sure we uh drone you in some food, water, and <laughs> yeah. some rucksacks to um, sleep with. Somebody in chat, uh shout out to Bubby, uh said the PlayStation has been hit as well. Um 
So, yeah, I mean, this is one of those things. It's just another thing I wanted to talk about and just be like, be aware of current events. What you think might not affect you affects you in little ways. And that's an imp- and it. If this story was just enough to get you to pay attention to global events, uh, then I'm going to consider it a uh, success. Um, always be paying attention to global events and policies because they do affect you. No matter what you think, they do affect you. They affect your wallet. They affect how you're going to live your life. Yeah, because, I mean, look at it this way. If it's slowing down production of of the Switch, then the supply is dropping while the demand remains the same. Therefore, cost will increase because the market decides in a capitalistic environment. And so this, this could genuinely affect, you know, how much these Nintendo Switches cost over the next few months. I've, especially with with uh, China being one of the leading countries to develop uh, technologies like that work in uh, consoles and, and PCs. So I, I don't foresee this not only affecting Nintendo. Um, I'm, I'm, I guarantee it's going to start affecting play, uh, PlayStation. Like it's already affecting PlayStation, as said in chat. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to start affecting Microsoft as well as PC parts because, I mean, they've got to have people who are putting those together. They're mm-hmm. going to dump the tariffs, and then they're going to cost more for the, the lack of supply. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's one of those things where if, if – um, I'm sorry. I, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, it's one of those things that if, like, we continue to lose production uh, manpower – um we'll probably it won't even just be games it'll be appliances it'll be um you you know you name it, it'll be the plastic bits that come on different products will pro- you know the plastic molding if there aren't people to man those factories yeah car parts um all that stuff all that stuff will get affected um so yeah it's and uh if i can also just spin this into um you know the coronavirus while it is very serious and scary uh so is the flu so get your flu shot (laughs) um get your get your vaccines in general um you will live a happier what's that stay stay hygienic wash your hands when you yes Uh, or keep some hand sanitizer (laughs) you gotta gotta bleach that asshole Uh, so make sure you keep clean be sanitary Uh, one of the biggest things is money like if you use real money Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you you sanitize your hand because you do not know will actually touch that money um like they did a study of like what what was found on like dollar bills and it it was like many bacteria along with uh cocaine uh, cocaine like Mm -hmm. actual cocaine i was excited about that part this shit seriously like if you if you use more than your debit card just make sure you you clean wash your hands don't touch your face mouth eyes ears well you gotta uh you gotta do the uh the fill from rocco's modern life thing like when you're reading comics turn the page wash your hands (laughs) turn the page wash your hands uh, just real quick, Lucid said, also sniff your dollar bills, might have some leftover cocaine in that. Uh, correct me well, if I'm wrong, you, Lucid, Lucid, but aren't you from Canada and don't, isn't your guys' money coins? <laughs> I don't think you can, you can uh, sniff up cocaine with a loony or a toonie. <laughs> Galvanized yeah, steel could, but it, would, it would probably be a little bit more diluted. <laughs> <laughs> probably a little bit more difficult. 
He goes, he goes, he goes and goes to the exchange and just gets singles just to sniff it. <laughs> love you. I love you, Lucid. Um, by the way, Lucid Dreamers uh, put together when you guys are watching the stream and hear the ad music uh, during the break, that is who uh, produces. So go give him, uh, go give him a, a peep. Go, go check out his shit. Um, big shout out to Lucid. Yes. Love that guy. And thank you for allowing us to use your uh, use your music for our ad break. Um, anything else on this on this uh, particular story? No, no. No, I, I think we pretty much summed it up in sniff your dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands and bleach your asshole. <laughs> uh, so this uh, is the first day of the, or the first show of the month, I should say. Uh, and we like to do deals of the month. So um, I can start with some PC deals if you guys would like, and then we can do the Xbox, PS4, all the other good shit. Sound good? Sounds yeah. great. Pew, pew, pew. All right. So uh, the first deals we always like to get out of the way is the Twitch Prime deals. First off, if you guys have Twitch Prime, uh, you can support uh, the show by supporting Green or I'm sorry, by supporting Green or supporting Rev with a free Twitch Prime sub. You can also go to all of our guests and check out uh, all of them. Rev is giving me some sass. I know why he's giving me some sass, and I'm not going to let him get a word in edgewise. Um, mm, Twitch Prime with her Danica. <laughs> Twitch Prime for Danny King. But uh, Twitch are, Prime, me dad. <laughs> there are plenty of things uh, with the Twitch Prime. Um, there's all sorts of like cosmetic packs and stuff you can get. But there are a couple free games that you can pick up this month. Uh, all you gotta do is claim them um, on the in your like little crown icon of Twitch Prime. Uh, this month there is Desert Child, American Fugitive, Steriden, Narcos, Rise of the Cartels, and White Knight. Are you guys familiar with any of those games? No. Isn't White Knight that Same. thing that people do for clout on Twitch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Especially if it's a pretty lady. Um, well, let me start with a White Knight game. Let me just look up and see what it is. Um, is a survival horror puzzle video game developed by a French indie studio, Awesome Studio. So you guys can check that out. You, if that sounds interesting to you uh, Narcos Rise of the Cartels um, is a brutal turn based action strategy game based on the hit Netflix series so that's a that actually sounds pretty interesting I, when I thought about it because I knew Narcos was a Netflix series I was kind of imagining like a Telltale style game but that sounds way more interesting um, Steriden is a frantic and chaotic space shooter carved in a big, beautiful car, carved in big, beautiful pixels with insane boss battles. Embark in your ship and engage the fight against dreadful space pirates in a never-ending combat for your survival. Can that do anything for you guys? It piqued my interest a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it'd be I worth mean, checking out if they're free, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, American Fugitive is a fun romp through a colorful top-down GTA-inspired open-world crime fest. Inspired by classic GTA, uh, American Fugitive is a take on, is a modern take on sandbox, act sandbox action, offering a new 3D top-down open-world single-player single experience. Hmm. And then Desert Child. Um, 
Oh, sweet desert child. Oh, sweet desert child. Is a racing RPG set in a dusty world where your only friends are a vintage hoverbike and a bowl full of ramen noodles. Sounds like a fun take on uh, Mad Max. Um, I dig it. So for Epic, uh, something that is pretty, fairly time sensitive, uh, ending on February 6th, so two days from the day that this podcast is being broadcast live and put up on the feed, uh, Farming Simulator uh, 2019 on Epic, um, so you have until February 6th to get that. Rev seems upset about that. I grew up doing that stuff. I don't understand why people do it on a video game. It's not fun. <laughs> Okay, oh, I, yeah. I grew up farming, and I'm like, why? Why are you wanting to do this in a video game? Yeah. Oh, so just to make a clarification for somebody real quick, um, the game, the Twitch Prime games are free if you have Twitch Prime. So if in if you connect your Amazon account to your Twitch account, uh, the Epic uh, Farming Simulator um, is free on Epic Games uh, up until February sixth. You have to claim it on Epic Games. Uh, uh, before February 6th, starting on February 6th and ending on February 13th on Epic is um, Carcassonne. I believe that's how you pronounce that. I apologize. It's C-A-R-C-A-S-S-O-N-N-E. Um, and that is, like I said, that's for free. That is a tile-based German-style board game for two to five players designed by uh, Klaus Jürgen Werd, uh, published by 2000. Okay, so this must be a board game or a uh, video game version um, of said game. And then there's Ticket to Ride. Again, available starting on the 6th, ending on the 13th, free if you uh, claim it on Epic Games. Um, this one actually looks familiar. Yeah, I think my sister brought this to Christmas and we didn't play it. Um, it's just another board game. Um, Ouch. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I acknowledge that you brought this, but... Uh... <laughs> Um, and then Pandemic, which I believe is a, um, oh, interesting. So I did my notes yesterday, and this is from eight hours ago on CNN. Uh, here's why Epic mysteriously acts this week's game, uh, this week's game store freebie. So, uh, Pandemic is not actually available on Epic. <laughs> Um, oh, let me actually read this. Um, big sad, big sad question mark. Yeah, uh, pandemic will no longer be will no longer feature among its week's epic game store freebies. The free uh download has been pushed back to a quote later date. Uh, the decision seemingly motivated by coronavirus concerns, but there's even more cynical explanation. I'm not gonna get into it, just know that it's not free. <laughs> It's not free right now. What? Uh, <laughs> you guys, this will make fun of the coronavirus. Yeah. Um, on. I checked Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle doesn't have anything that's like just straight free right now. Of course, you can always check for um, their super cheap games. Uh, GOG. 
um, I looked, and they actually have quite a few things that are that are free, um, so it's worth checking out. Um, nothing that I saw or that uh, looked like it was really time pressing, um, but again, worth a look. So go check out Humble and GOG as well. Um, Rev, let's go to you with Xbone. Oh, the Xbox. Uh, so. Has it, there hasn't been any news since last week, really, on what the supposed big announcement for Game Pass is going to be. So that's still on the hush-hush. They did add a game called Sea Salt that looks really good. It looks like very, very minimalist-style indie game. So I'm going to play that, and I'll report back. But uh, this week's, or this month's, Games with Gold, um, there's one called <laughs> TT, Isle of Man. Uh, that That is the letters, TT. It, it's actually a, a like a sport bike racing game. Do not know where they got the name for that, but uh, I've never been one into sport bike racing games. I'm more of like a rally car guy, but if it's free, why not? Um, the one that, that they got going this month that actually kind of excites me a little bit is Call of Cthulhu. Um, I've played through this game. I actually have a physical copy of it on disc. People don't even do that anymore, and uh, and it, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a great um, a great Lovecraftian horror game. I mean, it's fantastic. Even it has a small spot in it where it pays a little bit of homage to uh, Godzilla. Uh, if you play through it, you'll know what what part I'm talking about. Um, that doesn't hit until February 16th, though. Um, it, but it'll run through March 15th, so it'll still be a month long. It's just going to be released later on. Uh, another one they've got that they're only doing from uh, February 1st to 15th is Fable Heroes. Uh, haven't looked into this one as much, but it looks very cartoony and arcadey compared to actual Fable. Uh, and it's actually like a uh, what they one of their throwback titles to Xbox 360. But this one actually has some people excited. For those that are fans of the original Star Wars Battlefront series on the original Xbox, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2? No, 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 Battlefront. Uh, yeah, Star Wars Battlefront, the original for the Xbox, is also included in that. And it it drops on the 16th through the end of the month. Excellent. Excellent. Um, Mr. Green Elite, what's going on over in Sony land? Well, um, big thing. Um, one thing to get out of the way. Walmart uh, is that you, you're kind of coming in and out there. Microphone check one, two. All right. I got you. Okay. I don't know why that's happening. We'll get through it. Uh, cyberpunk 2077 is being offered through Walmart. Um, the pre-order for September 17th so it's not you can't get the game right now but you can get the pre-order for it uh, online for $10 off it's $49.94 for both PlayStation 4 and Xbox um, which I can put the link in the uh, chat if you would like you get that going here do you mind if I do that Danny? yeah go ahead okay down. Okay. Yep. Oh shit. <laughs> I had two PCs, two keyboards. Sucks. <laughs> anyway, so uh, with PlayStation uh, Gold members or PlayStation Plus owners, uh, there are a few games that they have released for the uh, month of February. It's February fourth through March second. Mm-hmm. Um, you, they are offering. Bioshock the Collection, which is Bioshock 1, 2, and Bioshock Infinite. Um, that is the remastered version at 1080p. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so you can get all three of those games for free as long as you have the playstation plus membership um also sims 4 and firewall zero hour which is a playstation vr game um and for firewall it says become a hired contractor and expertly seize or protect sensitive information from opposing teams in firewall zero hour a 4v4 tactical shooter developed exclusively for psvr dive straight into this intense multiplayer battles when when firewall zero hours new season operation black dawn Mm. also begins february 4th featuring a new map called oil rig available for all players and other free content so those are the three games that are they're highlighting for the playstation plus membership for free awesome which bioshock's a pretty big one too yeah yeah that's a that's for a lot of people that's a classic game um uh was there anything i didn't really hear of anything coming like to the nintendo online users or like anything coming free to switch um so uh okay uh anything else for this month's deals i know that there's a lot of games that are coming on sale um there's always awesome sales going on so it's always it's always worth looking at uh your your stores to see if there's anything worth picking up um anything else that you guys can think of right off the top of your heads then no 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 not until that game pass announcement drops awesome someday someday Someday. (laughs) um all right you guys have anything else you want to talk about otherwise we can wrap the show up i'm pretty pretty gucci all right uh green i'll start with you tell us what's coming up on your channel and where can people find you so much apex so much destiny (laughs) 2 so mainly i'm mainly going to be playing uh destiny 2 has kind of been in it's in the tail end of the season not tail end but the main tail end of the season um so i've pretty much got everything that i want to accomplish i'll still play it you know one or two days of the week Mm -hmm. but mainly it's going to be apex with this new season the new battle pass um, you can always find me on Twi- Twitch, and it's twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Um, you can also find me on my Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All of them Mr. Green Elite, except for Instagram, which is TTV Mr. Green Elite. Awesome. Um, Padre, what's coming up on your channel? Any new announcements that you want to put out there? All that good oh, stuff. You, you going to let me talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, as of today, I'm officially the new senior community manager for the charity that I've been working so closely with, Anime for Humanity. Uh, GG's. Um, aside from that, I, uh, I I think I'm going to try out that Sea Salt game. It's It's got a really interesting aesthetic. Um, on top of that, I mean, I may not be able to do that because your boy's building his PC tomorrow, so I may just go straight off the deep end and go right back into Dauntless, um, grinding that hunt pass, at least going to try to max out, get the most bang for my buck that I can. Um, if that doesn't happen, I do have a plethora of different indie games I would like to try out, including Felix the Reaper, so that may be on deck. But whatever I do decide to play, you can find it at twitch.tv slash RevSven, R-E-V-S-V-E-N. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RevSvenTV. And uh, that's about the long and short of it. Awesome. 
coming up on my channel, um, I have yet to actually schedule my two-year 500 special um, because I've been incredibly busy, and it seems like every Saturday I've got something. Um, it won't be this Saturday because I will be out of town for a wedding. I think it's going to be this, the following Saturday. So if you're listening right now, um, I think it's going to be the 15th when I do my two-year and 500 followers special. Um, coming up for like the next week or two, uh, I plan on doing probably some Apex, probably playing that with uh, Mr. Green here. Um, and then I've really been enjoying Paladins, so I'll probably kind of be drifting in and out of Paladins. Um, so yeah, that's probably all that I've really got going on. I might go back into Insurgency Sandstorm a little bit. I haven't played in a while. I'd like to see some of the new updates and stuff they're doing. Um, anything else, guys? Uh, can you make pecan pie for the for the special? Yes. I want to hear Sorry, you sell me on this because I was planning on doing cookies uh, and making everyone and and. Ma okay, are you ready? Ready? Yeah. Hey, ready for why? Mm -hmm. uh, because I want to come over and eat all of your pecan pie. <laughs> that should be good enough. That is the most northern way I've ever heard pecan said in my life. Pecan pie. Pecan. It's, it's pecan P -E -K -O -N. pie. P e k o n. Yeah. Pe yeah. Pecan. Yeah. Uh, pecan pie. Okay. You need to get some of that pecan. You got to get down there and get them pecan sandies. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta reach in there and grab them pecan. Who ate all the pecan sandies? Okay. Pretty sure I asked so. for pecan sandies. Okay. Um, Those pecans are delicious, <laughs> by the way. So, screw cookies. You're making pecan pie. <laughs> In the shape of Mr. Green Elite's face. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a big potato shape. <laughs> No, it's not. Anyways, guys, that's going to wrap up the show this week. Uh, be sure to follow everyone on their individual channels and social media accounts. Um, like I said at the top of the show, guys, uh, if you joined us live, there's a lot of things that you guys could be doing. Um, you guys could be watching the news, watching the State of the Union. Um, you guys could be bitching about the Iowa caucuses. Uh, you guys could be doing XYZ, but you decided to spend your time with us, and that means the world. Um if you guys did miss any part of the show, you guys can watch the VOD on Twitch. You can also watch it on YouTube. Um, you guys can also uh, listen to any uh, past episodes of the podcast or any current episodes of the podcast on Spotify, Google, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, you guys can take us on the road, and you guys can fall asleep to us if you'd like. Um, if you guys like what I do you it do every night. <laughs> Uh, if you guys like what we do here and you guys want to help support us, um, you guys can leave us rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, you guys can also tell a friend, um, which I think is even cooler than leaving us a review. Um, you guys can also uh, tweet us out whenever uh, we go live. Uh, anyways, thanks for listening and have a wonderful rest. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Um, <laughs> and we you will see wabbits, you. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Stay awesome. We appreciate you listening to the show. If you like what you heard, please tell a friend about what we do.